Hey, VV Nation. Well, you found our podcast on your favorite platform for podcasts. We know that you'll love the content, and hopefully it makes you better informed investors in the stock market. Be sure to follow us on social media. You can go to YouTube, Facebook, Reddit, and Instagram. Just search for VectorVest, and remember, we do the work, you reap the rewards. And I'm just going to welcome you all again. So my name is Susan hayes Collerton. I said that before, but you didn't hear me because I was on, because there was an issue there with my sound. And we are super delighted to have you here today for Fantastic Female Fridays. And thank you very much indeed for your patience with us while we work through those fantastic, sorry, I was going to say fantastic again, those technical difficulties. We are live, as you can probably tell, we are live. And what we do here is that we really hope to make your experience here as good as possible. That's why we want to be live. We want to make sure that you're interacting here with us and to make sure that life is good uh, and that, that we can also deliver for you the three key things that we hope to bring to you in Fantastic Female Fridays, which includes number one um, is that we bring you a focus on the emphasis around women and investing. Number two is that we can also bring you some personal development ideas and we have lots of those to bring to you today. And number three is that we can bring to you the economic trends and issues that are facing women all around the world today that offer excellent investment opportunities, but also just giving us a greater sense of what's going on in the world, affecting the world around us. So on that note, can I ask you now, first and foremost, why don't you tell me where you're tuning in from today so I can see that people are... Uh, I'm just a couple of names obviously I recognize and I am going <laughs> I'm, I'm going to take a trip around into the chat there now now want to tell you how to use the chat right so as I say this is live everything that you're seeing is happening as you see it unless you're watching and um, this one it's not live afterwards because all of what we say is all going to be on YouTube So you can always interact with us through the comments as well. But for those of you who are tuning in through, the, in through the chat, if you're on your desktop, the chat is appearing up there at the top right-hand corner. And on the other hand, if you are on a mobile device, then what you will need to do is just press the X under the screen, under the video, and in there then press the chat button. So let me just see where everyone is tuning in from. So Julie says, it's great to be here and to see and hear you. Thank you very much, Julie. And likewise, we're delighted to have you with us too. Carol, you're here from Michigan. Julie's here from London. And you know what? You know what? Glenn Thornton is on vacation in Tennessee. But you know what? I knew that before he commented because I went onto Instagram earlier on and I posted a picture up of Fantastic Female Fridays and I saw Glenn himself taking a picture of the signpost that said, Welcome to Tennessee. And I believe, Glenn, you were heading off on a long weekend there. I saw that on social media. So we hope that you have a fabulous time and thank you so much indeed for tuning in before you go. Then I can see uh, Kudla Pierce from Uganda. You're super welcome. We have Monica who is here from Toronto in Ontario as well. So you're all really, really welcome indeed. And please do keep keep your comments coming in there. I see Glenn has now realized I'm talking about him and he's now saying lol. Well, as I say, Glenn, we really hope that you have a great time. Tennessee, I'm trying to think if I've ever been there. Would you believe I have been to 16 of the United States of America? Been a while since I've been over there now, but I've been to 16 in my time. And I don't think Tennessee is one of them. So keep an eye out there, indeed. And uh, keep an eye out there for us. And we're waving our best wishes across to you and yours. So 
Please do keep your comments coming. This show is designed to be super interactive. We want to hear from everybody. We want to hear your questions. We want to hear your thoughts. We want to hear all around uh, from you. Uh, I see Yume is here. She says, hi, Susan. I'm excited for today's show. Some of you might remember Yume from the last time that you met her. So Yume is a researcher for Fantastic Female Fridays. And she is A, wonderful, B, very talented, and C, based in Maryland. So hello, Yume. Really delighted to see to see you here. And Glenn has come back to say that he has been to 48 of the 50 states. Uh, I've been to 16. Okay, I've got some work to do there, Glenn. But you know what? You're putting it up to me and I take that and I'll raise you <laughs> as well. Okay, what is our conversation about today? Today, we want to talk about how the pandemic has affected women in particular. And what we want to consider is... For a start, how we can reflect on that and to see what happened specifically during the pandemic. And of course, it's not just the pandemic, but the associated lockdowns. And then secondly, what I really want to do with you today is that I really want to look at the new opportunities that there are arising for this for women. And then number three is then I'm going to show you a tool I haven't shown you on Fantastic Female Fridays before in VectorVest, where we can now really refine your investing ideas and we're going to have a look around. We're going to take take some take some ideas, put them to the test and see the way in which that we might extrapolate them forward as well. Okay, so, and then Esma. Uh, Esma then sends in, do you guys cover Canadian stocks? Absolutely, Esma. Uh, VectorVest has a whole database focusing on VectorVest Canada. The other thing as well, Esma, you might be interested in is that Stan from Canada leads the VectorVest International User Group. And you, if you take a look around the, the VectorVest channel, you'll be able to find lots and lots of that content. And there's one every month that he focuses on. And that's that's beamed live from Canada as well. Um, so, and then you said you're more interested in the TSX, please. Yep, absolutely. That is his area. And of course, within VectorVest Canada, there's lots and lots of insights for you there too. Okay, so I can see there. Um, please do keep the comments coming. Keep, keep, the, keep the chat coming, etc. Okay, now... First of all, I'm going to take you on a trip around the world. You may and I had a chat about this um, a good few weeks ago now when we talked about today's episode. So let's take a trip around the world and let's bring you on over and let's take you on a journey around what the pandemic was like in different parts of the world. So first of all, what I'm going to do is change my screen. Okay. And here we go. I'm just going to uh, present this for you here now. And this is what I want to show you is how has... COVID-19 impacted working women around the world. And this is the focus of Fantastic Female Fridays today. Now, when we started looking at this first, I just want to let you know, it was pretty tough to be able to find any any good spots. But we did, and we've managed to do it, and we're going to keep keep on doing it for you. But I do want to, 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 to just tell you that, that what's come up over the next while is that... We, um, we, we there, there were some kind of harsh realities here and it's important that we face those before I get into the more, you know, positive, progressive side of these things. And then after that, I'm going to bring you around into the investing side, right? So settle in. It is Friday, Friday morning in some parts of the world. It is Friday afternoon right here in Dublin where I am. And it is Friday evening in other parts of the world as well. So settle in and let's take a trip, A, geographically and B, historically over the last 18 months. And let's get an understanding of what has gone on and what we might consider there. Julie, um, I see, is is uh, checking in with others now. Um, I didn't actually know, Julie, that you're from Toronto. That is interesting to know. I thought you were from London. So it's great to hear 
that about you and please do chat among with each other there and uh, and let's see let's see how you get on okay so first of all according to research done by McKinsey Global Institute women were at a higher risk of losing their jobs than men so that was simply the fact that emerged from the pandemic now this is on average okay this is on average like so obviously certain women in certain sectors were at lower risk and then there was in certain geographies that risk would have been more pronounced or it may not have been okay but factually across the world according to research done by McKinsey women were at a higher risk of losing their jobs than men and let's now consider why that might be okay what we're going to do is get an understanding of give us some benchmarks right so here within this within this statistic uh, or within this infographic here shared by McKinsey you will see here the estimated percentage increase in the number of occupation transitions between pre and post covid whereby the index of zero was weighted in France Germany Spain and the United States where I, you know if you look at quite a number of you here you are among among those areas and of course I know you're here from the UK and there's also some interest here in Canada and so on but across the board here what if you look up look up there at the top right just look up there at the top look at the top there at gender is that lower than average was male not alone was higher than average female it was almost twice the average twice the average was where women sat on this basis okay so if we purely look at gender and i'm not going to stop there i'm going to bring it down through the infographic but the point i'm making here is that women were far more likely to change jobs now that wasn't all bad that wasn't all bad at all some women decided because i can now work from home i can work from anywhere i now might like to maybe change from a job where i had a big commute to maybe now i'm going to work in a different area or it might have been i'm going to change the hours that i work or i'm going to move from a job where i can't actually change to a job where i can change and where i do have more flexibility so let's let's just take that for a start is that you can see here quite clearly laid out here if the average was based in france germany spain and the us women were far more likely than the average almost double whereas men were actually half the average um now let's move on down there when we looked then at the age you can then see sorry not when we looked when mckinsey looked and when yume was doing the research around this to be even more specific again you can see over here that the age the younger the people were the less likely that they were at risk but the older people were well then the more likely they were to actually move jobs and look in certain cases it certainly then precipitated a a change maybe in the the nature of um retirement or people who might have been thinking about doing that anyway and particularly people who were above that 65 year old um age may then have said okay now the workplace is a different place than where it was before and that they've kind of compressed that that right down so so you know there isn't an age cohort there i'm sure i'm absolutely sure that the next row down in terms of education is a surprise to nobody to nobody and that is that the higher education groups you can see that they were least likely to have to transition during po- um, pre and post covid So and again of course you I'm sure that you're not going to be surprised at that because of course education is probably the silver bullet that enables more and more career choices anyway so when you are at medium or low education levels and perhaps then through those through those levels you might have been involved in a job in hospitality or in the front line or in ones that were movable or in places where that or in manufacturing where physically putting an awful lot of people was not publicly safe when you might have considered all of those things 
since those lower income jobs were equal or not equal likely to be in those industries that were affected more so by a vast number of people in, involved well then for all of those reasons you can see why the higher the education that people had well then the, the lesser likely that they were going to a be in those jobs and b be at risk of um changing occupation now again if we come on down then down into the to the ethnic groups specifically within the us you can see that uh when it comes to color again you can probably imagine the way in which this would have worked out but particularly particularly as well here you can see that there is um a focus here on people of color and and people of uh non-white um backgrounds and if you look at nationality for those of them for those people born in the reporting country they were lesser likely to change occupations those born in a different eu state and particularly those not born in the eu they were more likely to move as well and that was because perhaps it could have been down to the um arrangements for social welfare that were in the area perhaps it could have been down to the fact that they were a long way from home and may not have been able then to get home at you know at will or without lengthy quarantine or without an expensive test and all that sort of thing so for all of those reasons it would have also trans- transitioned people into making decisions maybe that they may not have otherwise made but can i bring you back up right let's just go back up here for a moment right let's go back up here and just take a look over here at the age right just take a look over there again at the age look over the very very right who was most affected here it was young people That's probably not a surprise to any of you at all. The 15 to 24-year-olds, the people who were likely to be possibly not living in the most luxurious of accommodation, um possibly, you know, without a lot of savings and and that sense of uncertainty and so on. Again, that age group maybe also the people who would have wanted to go home um if they had to have to if if they weren't going to be able to see their parents or their family for quite some time as well. So, when you take a look at this, there's actually quite an awful lot going on here. Now, we're going to stick we're going to really stick in and focus in on the female angle. And we are going to going to have a look at that. Um and that's where I'm going to to delve into more into in more detail now. So, first of all, 52% of all essential workers are women. Probably again wouldn't surprise you, but but let's delve into the nuances behind that. 78% 78% of the world's social workers are women. 77% of the world's healthcare workers were women. Are women. 53% of critical retail are women. Now all the others are of a lower majority as you can imagine resource extraction, defense, transit, transportation, law enforcement, hazardous um materials. They're traditionally male type careers, so that probably wouldn't surprise you. But if you go up there and you look at the social workers, but particularly particularly healthcare and critical retail an awful lot of social work you know was then moved to maybe less uh, in person environments um some of it could have been moved online but healthcare and critical retail couldn't and they are the two areas where you can see that women were disproportionately affected what i mean by disproportionately affected is we really 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 if there was every time that we needed people in healthcare and every time that we needed people in critical retail it was during this period so as you can see there was a disproportionate amount of women involved there so it was one impact there was an awful lot of women who had to get up every day and when the world was locking down is that women uh, well healthcare workers and 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 so and um critical retail were had to move into their own um into their working environments and often at a an, an you know acting or having to pull out the stops because they needed to be able to deliver at a higher level than than before or beyond capacity or in stretched situations or in very st- stressful si- situations as well 
And since the pandemic, since the beginning of the pandemic, industries such as food service, retail and entertainment have suffered the most. So this is this is the other side of the scale then, is that on one hand, we had people who we needed more than ever. We needed healthcare workers and we needed critical retail or essential retail more than ever. But then on the other hand, there was other places on other sectors, certainly here in Ireland, for example, where retail was shut down for quite a significant amount of time in the past 18 months. Indoor dining has still not resumed here in Dublin since March of 2020. Sorry, indoor dining came back for a little while, but it wasn't in bars. So if you own a pub in Dublin and you don't have any outdoor dining, you have not been open since then, since the very beginning. And of course, whether it's theatres or whether it is live gigs or whether it is the equipment to support those industries, etc., they've all gone through significantly difficult periods as well and 40% of women around the world working in those industries were heavily impacted. Now I'm telling you I will bring you oh sorry I certainly will bring you to the more positive progressive areas as well but it's important that we just get you know we get a sense of, of where, where this is going. Now what about unpaid work? Well before the pandemic women on average spent over four hours a day performing unpaid labour. Men performed almost two hours a day of unpaid labour and both increased both of those increased of course both of those everybody had to do more unpaid labour at home because they were spending more time at home and when you have more time at home and of course any domestic help that was coming in was often stopped unless they were living or au pairs etc so if you were having a cleaner come to your house that probably stopped or stopped for a period of time so women are responsible for a majority of that work now um I should move over here so that you can read the bottom of that. So as you can see here, though, both have expressed an increase in the amount of unpaid labour they perform. Women are responsible for a majority of that work. Now, one of the things that I have considered running an episode on, and you know what I'd love your thoughts on, is the gender pay gap, because I have a lot of nuanced research into that. And can I just hear, can I just hear from you? Just tell me there in the chat, is that something that you're interested in hearing about around the gender pay gap? Is that something that, because I've done a lot of research into this and I have a specific thesis around it um, and and my my outcome, the outcome of that is probably not the same as most people that you'd hear. So can I just check in? Will you just tell me there in, in the chat, the, the gender pay gap, is that something that you might be interested in hearing about at some stage? I'm just going to give you a moment there now to chat in. And you can say no or you can say yes. I just want to make sure that the content that we have for you here at Fantastic Female Fridays is what you are interested in learning about. And uh, okay, so you may says I know I definitely am. <laughs> okay, you may. That's that's good to hear. Let's hear from other people. So let's just hear in the chat if we were to be running um, an episode around that theme. What are your thoughts? Okay, I've given you a couple of moments there now and... I'll see it there coming in. Okay, Julie says, yes, sure. Okay, so as as they come in there, as the comments come in there, I'm going to take a look at those and I go back over it. But it is, you know, it, it's it's today's question. It has been a question for a long time. I think, I think the pandemic has accelerated the discussion in many ways as well. And it's, it's accelerated in a certain direction. But we do need, Roger also says, yes. Okay, that's interesting to hear. So we, I, I do want to ask, uh, well, I, I will I will consider about putting that on the ticket over the, the next while, because as I say, I have done quite a bit of research into this area. One thing that I do want to tell you is this, right? And I'm just going to give you a, a bullet point of a point about the gender pay gap that you may not be aware of. When you actually count GDP, 
right? For any of you who are budding economists or interested in economics, when you're actually looking at this, how you add up the world's economic growth or how you measure the world's economic growth or how you measure the world's economic output is based on this equation, right? There's four parts to it. C for consumption, I for investment, G for government expenditure and N for net exports. In other words, you look at a country, you look at what its citizens are spending, what they're saving, what they're paying in tax and what they're buying in from abroad. And when you add up all of that together, that is a country's position on GDP. What's missing? What's missing? What do you think is missing? Well, what about all the work that's done where money doesn't change hands? Because how people spend money, you can measure it. People save money, you can measure it. People pay tax, you can measure it. People buy things in from abroad, you can measure it. So let me let me just let me just uh, I'm going to uh, bring you back over here now to me here for a moment. So bring all that together, and what do you get? You get measurable GDP. But what's missing is what you can't measure. So this is what I looked into and I looked at, okay, if we were to add, what about if I was to make a fifth, what if I was to make, exactly, Julie, what if I was to make a fifth point here? What about if there was C for consumption, I for investment, G for government tax, N for net exports, and H for the work done in the home? What about if we were to take that? So for everybody that actually does work in the home, How much extra would that would that make up? And the answer is that would add this here, this H, if you were to add it on to global GDP, would equal 12 trillion dollars. I didn't count that number. We're back to McKinsey. So I looked into all of that and, and, and it was from there that I built my thesis on the gender pay gap. And I've, I've looked into that and I looked at push factors. I've looked at pull factors. You know what? Let's make it a date. I will run another episode where I'm going to tell you totally about that. And then we'll also build some investability accordingly. Okay, so that is where H, that, that is where uh, the, the gender pay gap, in my opinion, is really worthwhile considering. Okay, so let's head on over there. Um, let's head on over there. Now, let me see. James says, women will never be equal in number doing the required construction, dangerous jobs, men do inclusive military jobs and those required well-paid occupations okay interesting point James yeah we'll we'll have a chat about that maybe when we do run um our session on the gender pay gap okay now just to finish off then on this point so I'm going to move over here again so the United Nations um uh, women's empowerment principles have set the tone for optimal responses to the pandemic's high impact on women and the organization emphasizes the importance of an organization committing itself to establishing equality a culture of inclusivity and empowerment but what really do, does that mean and this gives us a clue by the way this this leads us into where we're going to move on here next this is this the approach suggested by the un number one establish high level corporate leadership for gender equality in other words this has to come from the top that's where this has to come from unless it comes from the top uh, when it comes to gender equality well then it's not going to flow down thereafter number two treat all men and women Fairly at work, respect and support human rights and non-discrimination. And you know, James's point there is that there are certain areas that are more um, focused on women having the possibility of being able to, to bring their best selves to work. And then similarly, it's also the case of men. And yes, you're right in terms of requirements and non-requirements and, and so on like that as well. So, you know, it's, it's interesting. Um, James has a point there that, that is worthwhile to consider. 
Promote, uh, ensure the health, safety and well-being of all women and men workers. Promote education, training and professional development for women. And again, bring us right back up there to the top. Bring us up to the top of the infographic I showed you there in McKinsey. Education really does matter. Implement enterprise development, supply chain and marketing practices that empower women. Certainly, that is the case for sure as well. And when I, I could also run an, another episode, and I may well do it, around female entrepreneurship. Um, and if we just look at the nuances underpinning that. And then measure and publicly report on progress to achieve gender equality. That legislation is actually coming into Ireland very, very soon as well. Now, now that we know all of that, and you may, again, I just want to give a shout out to you, may to say thank you very much indeed, you may, for helping us to develop the research all around this theme, which and Yume is really busy, as I say, she's based in Maryland, and she is very passionate around this topic. So just want to give her, give her a shout out there. But what I do also now want to take you through is, I ran this session, right? I ran a session like this around women affecting change as a result of the pandemic with a focus group of women in anticipation of meeting you all here today. And I wanted to tell you this, and this was one question that I asked them, right? So as you can see, I had a focus group over here of 27 people. And this is what they said. When I asked them, what do you want to preserve from lockdown? This is what they said. Now, I would again be interested here in what you would have to say. What is it that you want to preserve from lockdown? Let's just hear it in the chat. What do you want to preserve from lockdown? Okay, I'm just going to ask that question one more time. What do you want to preserve from lockdown? Because what you can see here that this audience said, oh, sorry, I'm right in front of it now. I should be moving over, moving over the other side. Now, there we go, is that they said they wanted to have flexibility. They wanted to preserve flexibility. They wanted to preserve slowing down. They wanted to preserve simplicity. And I think we should definitely take note here if they're wanting to preserve remote working. And let's just think about that as an investability theme shortly. They wanted work-life balance. And balance comes up in a variety of, of different, different ways. They want to have time that isn't spent commuting, knowing what's important, walking, well-being, better work-life balance, trying new things, time with family, more family time, appreciating nature, time for me, partnership, exercise. Um, yeah, I mean, you, you, get, you get the gist here. So I'm interested here is what is it that you... So Monica says work-home-life balance, that that is what she wants to preserve. And I think that this, this theme is important is, you know, what exactly is it that we have learned from this experience as well about ourselves? Like we all, like none of us wanted it, but what have we learned as a result of it? And from an investing point of view, we might also then question is that what businesses or what sectors or what themes are there willing to absorb the outcomes? And to a large degree, what I've done so far is what women lost What I'm going to talk about now is what women are going to gain. Julie says stillness. Stillness is what she wants to preserve out of lockdown. Now, you know, it's interesting, in my own opinion, I just, I'd like to hear more of your thoughts, so I'm going to give you a chance to, to do that. But I'll tell you, in, in, from my point of view, I travelled an awful lot before, before lockdown. I really did. I travelled an awful lot. I was really fortunate with VectorVest. I've been all over the US with, the, with um, VectorVest. I've been to Chicago been to Orlando, been to San Francisco, been to Toronto. Um, I, I've been to North Carolina, been to Ohio as well, where they, where they had offices. I've been all over Europe with VectorVest Europe, of which I lead. Been to Belgium and the Netherlands countless times. Been to the UK, over to VectorVest UK as well. I've, I've 
led workshops in Paris and in Amsterdam and in Helsinki and in Ljubljana and in Milan and in Lisbon and in Madrid. I have been, I've been all over, really, really have. And, I, and I've loved it, right? Absolutely loved it, loved my traveling and, uh, and, you know, will be very grateful when I can do it again. But what I also will say is it's amazing how much can be done without the physical need to go. Because a great way to maintain sustainability in terms of loving what you do is to make sure that you take away the parts that can be tedious. And I personally, I didn't find traveling tedious at all. On reflection, there was an awful lot of time that I gave to getting to airports and, you know, getting a coffee and asking for the Wi-Fi code and trying to send a couple of emails. Imagine me trying to deliver Fantastic Female Fridays in an airport. Um, maybe we could do a live broadcast sometime and that'd be, that'd be pretty cool. But the point I'm making to you is, is that you can't just start up this, you know, start up the laptop there and hope for the best. You saw, like you see here, Joey needs to be here with me and taking care of me. <laughs> so as a result of that, what is it? So one thing that I want to preserve from lockdown is I want to be able to do as much as I've been doing and, and maintain that connection with people without as much travel, where the traveling that I am doing is more enjoyable, even though it wasn't not enjoyable before where I can preserve that. Monica said, I've learned technology and the development of it is very important. The mental health of all is also very important. You're absolutely right there, Monica. You're, you're, you're absolutely right indeed. So please do keep, keep your comments coming in there. We're, we're, we're interested. We really are interested in what you have to say on the matter. So on that note then, um, I'm going to go on and I, you know, I've already shared a couple of points with you about this, but this was a, this was a question that, that we asked of the audience is that how do you feel about the year ahead professionally? And look at what the result was, is that to a large degree, most people said they felt hopeful. So I, the question that I asked was, do you feel superbly excited? Do you feel hopeful? Do you feel meh? Do you feel hopeful, hoping to survive? Do you feel despair? Um, what ultimately do you feel? And, and if I was to ask you th that choice, how do you feel professionally about the year ahead? What would you say? So Vectivus Life says the dentist would... <laughs> By the way... By the way, just to let you all know, Joey, Joey wasn't able to come in and check in on me in advance, right? And that's because he was at the dentist today and he, the dentist wouldn't let him leave. So he was going to be back in time for Fantastic Female Fridays. And so he left me to my own devices. And then I thought, yeah, sure, I'm ready to rock here, Joey. This is done. This is done because I have to go check, 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 check. Did I check the microphone? No, but he'd have caught that in time. And then he just swooped in and knew what to do. Thank God the dentist let him out of the chair in time. So thank you for that, Joey. So, how do you feel about the year ahead professionally? Like, okay, I'll, t I'll tell you how I feel. Is As a woman, okay, is that I personally feel that I would be superbly excited. And I'm fortunate that an awful lot of the work that we do here at Vectorvest can be done online. And this is the where the investability is now, you know, creeping in, is what sort of companies can enable their people to work online? And in our case, number one, the product is delivered online, as you know. But number two is Fantastic Female Fridays. I can stream this right here, right now with you. But also number three is that the people that work in our team, they're not, naturally enough, they're not based in Ireland. I'm here. So they're not based in Ireland. Our team in Europe is based around Europe. I don't, I haven't needed to be over to Brussels or over to Amsterdam in a long, 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 long time. And that I'm certainly going to preserve is that rather than waiting to have conversations of when I could be there, and let's say if I was over in the States and I was in Ohio for a week and then I'd say, okay, right, when I get back now, I'll have to get back over to see the guys and make sure they're okay and everything else like that. That kind of, I don't have to do that. 
I really, I don't have to, to do that at all. So that is why I would be superbly excited. Is number one is we can connect with you. Like here, I'm looking here at the chat and I'm able to hear what you're thinking, what you're feeling, to hear the questions that you have, etc. And at the same time, I'm able to manage my team as well. Now, so in terms of business travel, if we think about the nuances of that, think about working parents and specifically in this case, working mothers. And it's not just there, but think about maybe women who are carers. Think about those women who are in that position, as from Yume's research earlier, are in the position where they may have to face employment mobility. Why is that? Is because often they can't physically get to somewhere or else they can't, you know, they can't be part of that. Maybe the, you know, the, the, the two weeks of a, of a team bonding session that's held in some salubrious part of the world where the real networking gets done. Whereas now, because business travel has changed so much and because the need for business travel has declined as much as it has, now those women may be well in a well more positioned to have the opportunity to do what they may not have been able to do before. Like, let's just go back there. Let's go back there for a moment and just, just, just check. Right, I'm just going to just let's just go back here to the UN. Look at this. Is that to enable, promote education, training and professional development for women. So maybe where they, they do have smaller children or where they may not be in a position to travel as much or where they are in a position where they might be caring for other people is now that that's possible. And that's far more possible than it ever has been before through promoting equality, through community initiatives and advocacy as well. It's easier in order for people, to, for, for women to be able to be at the table when the table may be virtual. And that is a really big change that has happened as a result. Now, also on top of that, I asked this question is, how are you networking online? And I want to take it through the answers. Um, I really do would, would love to hear from you now as well, is that how are you networking online? For those of you who are trying to, you know, build your careers or build your, build your personal networks, I'm networking with you right here through the chat and through my ability to be able to be talking to you today, which I love to do. I really, really do love this show, Fantastic Female Fridays. So the question is, now that I'd like to put to you is, how are you networking online? And here is what the answers from this focus group said. They said, never network. They said, teams and Zoom. They said, WhatsApp. They said, teams with work friends. They have Coffee Connects. Started a college course virtually and they were, they've made themselves network. Said very little, but they send um, people care packs with thank you cards. They said teams, 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 social media, webinars. Way less than I should was another answer. The question is, what are you doing? What are you doing to build and grow your network within your own personal development? What are you doing? And I'm just going to pop over here to the chat. Julie says, some areas have opened up enormously for me because of lockdown. Julie, I'm delighted to hear that. Really delighted to hear that. And by the sound of it, you're somebody that is well able to be able to bring, you know, to have a global mindset, to be able to bring competence and confidence to the table, as well as reach out to people and generally, you know, build and grow your network as you go. So we're really, really happy to hear that. Keep us posted on, on how you're getting on. So the thing is, though, is that there is a space for networking here. There is certainly an opportunity for companies to promote networking. We're pretty sure of that for sure. Who are the companies that are doing it well? Who are the companies that are opening up their opportunities for people and to enable gender diversity to become more and more a thing and develop women right up through the ranks? Well, look, need I, need I bring this up? Need I bring this up at all? Is that fantastic female Fridays? Gender diversity. Remember this? Remember this episode?
Remember this episode when we asked the question, is do companies with gender balance really make more money? Do they? And as you can see, there we go. Uh, on this on this basis, where I answered that question, I brought you a variety of different ETFs that did that. You can see all the chats over here. I did that over and over and over again with you there. And that episode so far, as you can see, is one. It's one of the ones that I'm actually most proud of is because um, is because there's a real key element. There's a real truth behind this message. So we have to, we certainly have to acknowledge that that is the case, that these things are happening. And this ETF, the SHE ETF, for example, exemplifies that. It really does. And when we connect those two together, it really, really does, really, really does um, make that message, that investable message, a reality. Now, let me go over here. So let me see. Roger said, in my career, there was intense pressure to show up every day, even when ill. It was shameful to use sick leave. Hope that attitude has changed. Most positions don't meet Full, don't need full-time attendance anyway the other thing too Roger is that the, the reality is is that today's work is focused on outputs rather than time and therefore if I need today off and I can still deliver the output tomorrow which of course is not the case in Fantastic Female Fridays but this isn't the only thing that I do well then that's often now facilitated because you can work around it it's not that you're asking for sick leave it's that you're managing your time and your effort and your resources accordingly Okay, what else then happened during this focus group? Well, we also made the point that content is now abundantly available. I remember, you know, going to San Francisco to go, on a, to go and, and learn about new technology and artificial intelligence and various different things. Actually, the first place that I went to to meet VectorVest ever was the Money Show, the Traders Expo in New York back, would you believe, 10 years ago. I'm nearly 10 years in VectorVest. We'll have to have a party for my anniversary, <laughs> my 10-year anniversary. But... Um, certainly, you know, now you can sit anywhere in the world and you can get the best content in your business, in your industry, in whether it's personal growth and whether it's video, whether it's podcasts, whether it's Twitter, whether it's Instagram, whether it's live feeds, etc. So all of those things, all of these differences are presenting opportunities for women these days, um, more so than before. So yes, there has been a disproportionate effect. There's no doubt about it. There was a disproportionate impact on women in throughout the lockdown from the point of view of the higher number of people who were in sectors that needed more work than ever relative in comparison to a number of people whereby um in, sorry in comparison to sectors where they were disproportionately hit like hospitality and so on like that when we look forward the fact that there is more delivery online people are more comfortable online there is more and more opportunity there too and it's just about weaving those two together Okay, so now let me close this down and let me move on over to the VectorVest system. And so now I want to show you a tool about how we can bring all of this together and we can test out our ideas. And that's where I want to spend the remainder of the episode. So please do, as I say, keep your comments coming over here. We're only delighted to hear you talk through here on the chat. And sorry, sorry, I should ask this as well. well now as I move on to the, to the investability side over here, can I also just ask you, to please like this video, please, if you don't, if you, if it's okay, we really want to make sure that this content gets out to people who are interested in engaging with the area. So please do, please do go and like the video. And also, if we could ask you to subscribe to the channel, I know lots of your regulars, and I love having you here as regulars. But if you could please to go and uh, subscribe to the channel, the reason for that 
is that we have Glenn's trending Thursdays. The Hot Stock Summit was on this week as well. The July Hot Stocks, sorry, Hot Stocks panel. For the summits, anything that is what's going on, you will get notified if you subscribe to the channel. So we'd really, really love if you could like the video. So just press the like button. Now you will have to close down the chat if you're on a mobile device. I have uh, the session running live here on my phone. That's how I look at your chats. That's how I make sure everything's okay. So if, if you could, that would be really super. <clears throat> If you could just minimize it or exit the chat for the moment and like the video and subscribe to the channel and then come back over here to the chat and come back and let's let's keep talking. Okay, now here's what I want to show you today is there is a tool within VectorVest and of course VectorVest supports this show, Fantastic Female Fridays. There is a tool here called Unisearch and Unisearch enables us to build searches. Now, I do want to let you know that any of you can, of course, get a trial of the software. Those of you who aren't VectorVest subscribers, any of you can get a trial of the software. If I could just ask the team at HQ, would you mind just putting a link to the trial into the chat? That would be, really be super if that would be okay. Now, in here, what I'm going to show you is that anybody who has access to VectorVest and anybody who has access to the trial of VectorVest, that's the same. You have access to the same, to, to the, to the same. Um, VB Nation has to like this content. That is, that is so Adlenism. That is so Adlenism. <laughs> and I haven't got isms. I'm not there yet. But we're, and you're going to have to help me come up with isms as well. But thank you very, very much indeed, Glenn. We really appreciate you, uh, you, you, uh, you tuning in with us today. So I want to show you here on Unisearch is, let's say, taking all of the themes that we've had together, right? So, you know, we could say, right, let's go back and review the whole idea of gender diversity at the top line and as in the top level of a business and its impact in the bottom line. I was mixing my points there. And go back and revisit that episode and take a look at the ETFs that we spoke about there. Or you might say instead, okay, well, women in particular want to have that work-life balance. They want to preserve remote, remote working. Who are the, the technologies and who are the stocks uh, supporting that? Logitech is up here in front of me, for example. That is the camera that I'm looking at right in here. Um, so those types of industries or th those types of companies are continuing to deliver um, products and services to people all over the world, cybersecurity is another area. So any area re related to remote working, that's certainly an investability theme. It certainly doesn't seem to be going away today. But Roger says, um, VV Nation does. Thanks, Roger. I <laughs> really appreciate that. And thank you also to the team there at HQ who, who has just put the link for the trial there into the chat. But what I'm going to do now is I'm going to bring you, let's refine down the theme. Okay, let's refine down the theme. And let's also think about, okay, Based on the last episode that you that you and I were where we spoke about a specific topic, which is where's the world's consumption power invested? And we realized that around about 80% of the amount of money spent, consumption money spent to the world, is influenced or spent directly by women. Let's take all of those together, right? Now, maybe I might like to think about the last episode, and I would like if we could search for a stock which was only in the retail sector. Okay, let's go in here into the retail sector. Retail sector, retail sector, right? Here we go, there we go, we've got the retail sector. Right, so let's say we only want to look at the retail sector because as we heard, as, as we reviewed in, in a previous episode, the world's consumption power is there. Now, another episode we, we had was all around dividends, where we looked at how Um, dividend yielding stocks deliver an income and let's say that we want to find a stock in the retail sector and we want a stock with a dividend yield 
greater than 2%. Okay, greater than 2%. Now you can see how I've done, done that there as well. Now I know that it's hard, particularly if you're looking at this on the phone, if you turn it around on its side, it will be easier to see, but I just wanted to take you through how the screen works and the rationale. So now we've said, right, based on one element of what we've discussed at Fantastic Female Fridays, we want to look at the retail sector. And secondly, we want to find a dividend yield of greater than 2%. And thirdly, and I, I'll stop there. Thirdly, we also want, okay, I'm going to come over here now. Thirdly, we also want to make sure the stock is liquid, which means that we can get in and get out, which means that we can buy and we can sell, right? We can buy and sell quickly. So let me now just go and do that. So I'm going to now go over and make sure that the volume, that the average volume over the last 50 days is greater than, I'm going to say 100,000 shares, 100,000 shares, or 10, look, 10,000 10, shares, shares a day. Run the search. What would I get? Let me just run the search. Let me just run the search today. What sort of stocks would I get? And today is, of course, the market is open, and I'm running this on my real-time VectorVest platform. What would I get? Well, I would get Home De Depot. Do you call it Home Depot? I call it Home Depot. Home Depot, Penskip, Bing 5, Movado, um, Haverty Fern, Best Buy, Buckle. Okay, so you can see here, um, I've got some, you know, over here, my VST is, you know, VST, by the way, is value, safety, and timing. So it combines together fundamental and technical indicators together. You can see over here, our, our um, VST is pretty good. Above one is favorable, below one is unfavorable. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten stocks there. Okay, we've got ten stocks. One of them has a sell recommendation. Two of those have a buy recommendation, so that means seven of them have a hold recommendation, okay? Now, before we go any further, let's now, and we can scroll over here, we can take a look at the type of characteristics that are in there, etc. but I won't know what the future holds, will I? I'm able to look at this theme, and I'm able to see what fits the bill today, but let me go back. Let's go back a year, sorry, not a year, let's go back to the beginning of the year. Let's go back to the beginning of the year. Let's run this test. Here we go, right? 4th of January, here we go. And let's run the search. Okay, now I have Home Depot and I have Williams, I have Renta Center, Big Five again, Haverty Fern, Fastenal, uh, let me see, Best, uh, PetMed Pet Express, Weiss Markets, Best Buy, Ethan L. Allen. And let's quick test. And this is the great thing about what you can do with VectorVest. Let's quick test. Hmm, interesting. So in this, look at what I've got is over this period of time, one of those stocks that I would have picked delivered 145%. BG, Big Five, delivered 145%. WSM, Williams, what's this one? Williams Sun, um, delivered 58%. HVT, who's that? Haverty Fern, delivered 50%. In fact, overall, overall here, this average return is 36.78%. And what's more, is when I compare this to the market, you can see it's actually after outperforming the S&P. Now, not a lot. Well, 1.5% in that period of time. If that was to continue for the year, which I know is theoretical, but if that was to continue for, for the rest of the year, that outperformance would be 3% by the end of the year. Now, the market generally delivers 10 to 12% per annum. So an extra 3% would be quite significant. And that is the beauty of what you can do with Unisearch. This is the beauty. Now, could we improve our results? Well, now you see, here's where we could go further. And how about if we said, 
Well, what we also want is, aha, I'll give you one of the things that I really like to look at. I, and this is, this, is, this is a real trick of, um, of the system, is I would like to find stocks that really showed that they were gathering momentum two weeks ago. In other words, I don't want to see stocks that have just you know started building momentum, but where two weeks, I can now see a trend of momentum. Here's something that I discovered. I discovered this in a user group in Dublin, where a user group is great because people work together to come up with their own searches and road test their own ideas. So I'm just going to show you this one. So two weeks ago, two weeks ago, I want the RT to have been below zero or below one, sorry, below one. And today I want the RT, RT to be above one. In other words, I want the RT to have gone above one in the past two weeks and, all right, and, and stay there now. Now let's run the search. There was only one. Only one of those stocks. And look at what it delivered. 78.28% in that period of time. Interesting. You see what I mean? As I always look for that when I'm when I'm running a search like that is that I want to see that breakthrough. And there's more there's there's more nuances as well that I can add in there in terms of RT. But 78.28% is what that stock has delivered. Right, let's go back further. And again, this is the beauty of Unisearch. I'm I'm going to do this twice more just so that that you get a sense of how it works before before we finish for today. So I'm going to look at this day last year. So it is the 9th of July, May, June, July. Okay, here it is, 9th of July. Okay, okay, and run the search again. No results found in 2020. Right, let's go one more time. Let's go to, thanks Jim. Jim says, now you've convinced me to be a VectorVest desktop subscriber. You see, Jim, it's only when, Unisearch is one of the best things about it. And there's lots more, there's lots more that can be, but I'm going to go back to, how about this, the start of January 2020, okay? And let's try that. Let's see. No results found. You know what I like about this now? Is when it's far hard to find a stock that meets these parameters, then you know you've got a special sort of search. So you know what? Let's go back to today. Let's go back to today and let's see. Is there any stock that would meet the bill today? July, 9th of July. Okay. Run the search. Two. Two of them. Two of them. So we have Tesco and Fastenal. Now, Fastenal, let's just take a look at this graph. Fastenal, F-A-S-T. F-A-S-T, Fastenal. How's that been doing over the past year? Yeah. So the stock went from 43 up to 53. Okay. But let's just see here. Now, you see here? You see? Let me just zoom in here. You see the way here? See the way the RT has risen? That's that's what's going on there. I just want to make sure now that you can see that on the screen. And I'm just, yeah. So you see here the way the RT crossed over one? That's what I want to see. When I see that happening, then I know that their buyers are winning the battle up against the sellers. That's what you want to see in RT. And particularly, I look at it where RT has crossed over one in the past, in the past two weeks. I'm not specifying when in the past two weeks, because I can... I could specify that as well. Um, and uh, actually, there was a, a, an episode that I did totally devoted 
to understanding the nuances of RT just before Christmas. We called it celebrating the small wins to power up for the big ones. That was where I was looking at the nuance of RT and how you can really use it to make some kind of tactical decisions and how you can also use it to prevent you from making kind of wrong tactical decisions as well so you can check check out that episode you see we really are building up the you know fantastic female fridays box set as well do you think we'll be on netflix soon you never know okay so that's one stock and then what's the other one um what's the other one that we came up with there tesco okay well i'm pretty familiar with tesco it's a supermarket in the uk predominantly tesco t-e-s-c-o there we go and that probably would be better if we bought it in the UK to be more liquid. So let's take a look. at. Oh, yeah. And let me just zoom out there. Uh, let me zoom out. There we are. There you go. Look at that. Like, isn't that just... Look at that. So that, that, that split happened right here. Stock split happened here. And as you can see there, the stock was in, um, was in a hold, hold then for ages. Let's zoom in here now. There you go again, you can see there, this is when the um, the RT crossed up over one and as that was happening, look, there was a gap. Stock went from 940 up to 975. Now, I'm conscious, is does that, yeah. I'd be happier with Tesco in the UK, to be honest. It is a, that looks to me, I, I would if you look into the UK it is a much tighter bid ask spread I would check that out over there unless you didn't want sterling exposure but I, I would be happier there um for sure okay so I'm going to bring you back here this is quite an interesting search then of where we have the stock sector now one last thing I know I keep saying one last thing but I kind of don't want to let you go but I know I have to is let's change the sector right instead of retail let's go to technology right let's go to technology on the basis that um, or actually no even for let's let me just look around here now for a moment let's think about business services so we know now based on our research today that that's more open to enabling women to be more um, transitioning into those employment sectors and rise uh, let me go to French food let's also go to internet for the same reason and huge control um Okay, let's just, let's just, and no, let's, let's stop there. Let's run this search now there. And look at that again. We've picked two sectors and Mind CTI Limited is the one that comes up here. Mind CTI Limited, MNDO, 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 MNDO. Here we go. MNDO. There you go here, you can see here where the RT is after break up over, look at that, see what I mean? The RT is just after breaking up over one and look there at the uh, the impact there in the stock. That's why it's worthwhile looking at when when that breaks. And now we can see that the stock has fallen here. It, it topped here and it looked like that the sellers really had a field day pushing it down. The buyers are now pushing it back up there and so far today, so far today anyway, based, based on what we're seeing there. Okay, so just if anyone wants to take, take a look at that Unisearch there again, Picking a sector, and I wanted to connect that sector in with opportunities where the you know the pandemic has changed life completely for women, and now, um, in some ways in a very negative way, but there's also very progressive ways. How do we link that sectorally in with an investability theme like maybe a dividend yield, making sure that there's an an, an initial average volume, and then as you can see here, you can add your own no nuance to it, like I did there with with RT as well. 
Okay. So, on that note, it is now my time to thank you so much indeed for being here with me. I really appreciate the fact that you've all tuned in here today. I really do, do love this show. I love spending my, my Fridays with you. And when we get a chance to talk about the things that matter to you and ways in which you might be interested in figuring out how to take big trends that are affecting the mega trend of women and looking at investability themes, weaving in some personal development, weaving in some economics and just weaving in some conversation as well about what you uh, want to hear about. And of course, making sure that sparkle of VV Nation is right in there as well so on that note i wish you a really and truly wonderful weekend thank you very much for being here with me and i'll see you next time for fantastic female fridays bye Thank you for supporting our podcast and for being a part of VV Nation. Remember, you can always get a free stock analysis on your stocks. Simply go to VectorVest.com forward slash free. Type in your symbol, submit your email, and we will email your analysis.